glory, honor, and power to the Lamb of God who sits upon the throne. Thank you, Lord. We come before you, Prince of Peace, and we praise your mighty power. The power of your holy love. beholding the beauty of his brightness. We reflect his glory in ever-increasing measures of glory, measures of brightness. To the glory of our Father, So we call you now into the realm of his manifest peace, his government of weighty glory, peace, rest upon your shoulders. As we approach the throne of grace for a greater measure of glory, a greater measure of love in the time of need for the body of believers, behold the brightness of your Lord, Jesus Christ who lives within you, the image of the Father. And while yes, it's true that the moon reflects the light of the sun. Do you know, and can you see, the source of the light of the sun itself is a mere reflection. Yes, the sun reflects. It's obvious that the moon is reflecting a brightness other than its own. But the sun, not so much. It's not as obvious that it's just a mere reflection. The sun in all its brightness has the appearance of its own source of light, its own source of good. But it's not.
the sun is reflecting the light from an unseen dimension which is the realm of heavenly glory for there is no other source of light in this universe than that which originated in its creator God God my father father of lights father of spirits he is the great light the light of all lights the source of where all light in this universe is founded formed and created there is no light apart from him no true light aside from him So as you have been beholding the Son of God, the Son of Man, Jesus, within your spirit, by the Holy Spirit, seven rainbow torches blazing, it's his brightness that's illuminated your life, that's caused you to see in ways that you've never seen before, that's caused you to change your ways like you never changed until you came into the realm of his glory, baptized in his glory, baptized in fire. And do you know that it is written that Jesus Christ is the very image of his Father? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So why is it then that he didn't just on earth hug them and say, okay, this is the Father? He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. There is a realm that if our Lord gives us the eyes to see and ears to hear, and you draw near unto the Father with a pure heart, a pure conscience, he unveils greater measures of his brightness. It says that our God is a sun and a shield. The sun, the revolution of sun, is what creates the lightnings. Even in the natural dimension, the scientists have figured that part out, an increase of lightning. He's a sun and a shield, the lightning sword of light. The sun of righteousness. Jesus is a sun in all his brightness, his transfigured glory that they beheld on Mount Tabor. His beautiful brightness, brighter than lightning. Brighter than lightning. Brighter than the noonday sun. He is a sun in all its brightness. In the natural realm, there are many suns in the galaxies. 
Where do all these lights come from? The light that shines within you when your spirit came alive in Christ and he resurrected you and you saw the light. And they, even in the outer courts, they sing, I saw the light, I saw the light. Oh, seeing him in greater measures of light. I saw the light. Let that be your testimony today. I saw the light. Oh. The greatest light. The Father. He is the Son. Beaming in all his brightness. That's where her son gets it from. That's where you get your light from. You are a child of God. You are a light. Light in this world. The light of this world. And the lessons of the moon of the foundations. You learn to behold the Lamb of God and reflect His brightness. In the light of being clothed in the sun, Jesus Christ takes you back to the Father and you behold His brightness. And as you behold the brightness of the Father, Father, Son, Father of lights, just bright light. Not a ball of gas somewhere out in space, but in the invisible heavenly realities, heavenly Jerusalem, Zion. As you behold the Father of lights, not fearing to approach, but laying all thoughts, all opinions, all emotions down at his feet, and Jesus takes you to the Father. Rest in his brightness. Let it melt every hook and every stone out of the heart. We want to live in his heart. And it starts by approaching him, the throne of grace. And let his glory, splendor, light garment and wash you, even coals of fire, living fire from the heart of the Father, pure
purify you, purify us. And you do that a little bit every day and watch it melt. Watch all the dross melt off of the beautiful gold of your celestial body. Now the dust be removed from your celestial body. There are tests of the champions in these realms in this season that are just the unprecedented test that most people have never had to face before. And for some of you, ascending by the Holy Spirit into the realms where the glory is flooding the heavenly bodies, the second heavens, in the tree of life of Christ Jesus. Some of the testings that you'll encounter in these realms is as you grow in glory light and you're ascending, you're rising above these planetary powers and the stars in Christ. There is a temptation. There are different attitudes of different demonic entities and creatures at these levels in the celestial heavens. Some of them, their demeanor is simply to attack and kill everyone. Others of them are a little more uh, crafty. They have a different way, a different demeanor about them. And when they see that someone is rising in power and glory, in the knowledge and the appearance of goodness, or in actual goodness, the glory light, they will see that person as a more suitable sorcerer and a more powerful sorcerer. So as you rise as son of God, one of the temptations of these devils, these demons, higher level demons, and entities in the celestial realm. In some of their minds, it's very good to them that, okay, you've risen this far, let me manipulate and tempt them into being my sorcerer on the earth. Because at these levels of walking in the glory, in this level of revelation, if these fallen cherubim, fallen lightning seraphim, uh, fallen ophanim, these kinds of entities and more, if they can deceive and manipulate, it's better to them in their minds that you become their new sorcerer and they manipulate you into doing basically their will or your own will using selfishness. And you might think, oh, that's not me. I'd never do that. Oh, you might never know it.
All the sorcerers do, whether they know it or not on the earth, is they use the word of God, using the appearance of good, and what we're coming into in sonship is a much higher revelation of what is right, the will of the Father, a greater, as we go glory to glory, God is authoring and perfecting our faith. It's not perfect yet, so you have to understand the temptations at these levels. Proverbs, it is written, the best way to avoid a snare is to be aware of what it is. This is what it is. In um, the amount that we've grown to, in the amount of the word written in our hearts and in our minds, in our spirit. Some of these entities are looking to see, can I make this person, unbeknownst to them, my sorcerer or sorceress in the earth? With the appearance of good and even the appearance of perfection, the appearance of agape, the appearance of all that is good and perfect and wonderful and all that is the will of God. But selfishly, and these angels of light are so difficult for most people and it doesn't matter you could find one easily and another one might be harder for you to, to find it out that is why we test all spirits so I'm going to give you this test some of you you're interacting with angels and demons of high level and the test the test works for all spirits high and low and here's a good test this is a biblical test you can test the spirits I command you to confess to me that Jesus Christ came in the flesh died and rose again on the third day okay and if they don't respond or they get offended you know that's when you tell them to go but if it's a holy angel that serves a living God they'll respond they'll give you some kind of a sign or they'll say something this test I found works on every level of demon from the lower level ones in the earth to the high level principalities and celestial beings So practice that, write it down if you have to, commit it to your commit it to your memory until it becomes a part of who you are and you're part of interacting with the invisible realm. And I will tell you this 100% of the time, any holy angel that serves the living God has never been offended at being tested. As a matter of fact, when I first encountered the heart of God and it visibly appeared to me, like an open, a complete open vision of his heart. This is when I encountered his love and he filled me with his love. I knew that I knew that I knew that was God because that's that was his presence. It was an open vision, but I wanted to take advantage of that moment 
and use this test. This is what I've been using the last several years to see when I know that it's God himself, the fa I mean, God the Father, how does he respond? Then I'll know, moving forward, kind of how the reaction is across the board. Because his angels should, in turn, be, in one way or another, like him. So when I saw that it was God, and I saw his heart, and he filled the place with his presence, I saw his rainbows, the rainbow glory. I gave him that exact test that I just told you. And he responded with the open vision of rearranging the lights and everything into a, like a Facebook thumbs up sign. And so, okay, all right, thank you. And he was not offended at all. He wants you to grow in discernment. He wants our people to be aware. And one of the ways when you're not sure, if you're not hearing, or if you're not seeing, if your spiritual senses are kind of dampened because right now we're mainly, largely still quite deaf and dumb and blind. And I don't mean that in an offensive way, that's just where we're at right now. We don't see very much. We don't hear very much. We don't... Compared to where we're going. And in reality, honestly, that's a lot of the reason why we have so much innocence in this is because we didn't see we, the, any of the mistakes that we've made so far in, in this walk, in this life. I, I think especially with this, this tribe, a lot of our people have just been, you know, especially for us, we've been very blind and very deaf. Not compared to where we used to be, but compared to where we're going. Uh, this is really nothing. And so keeping that in mind, we're just approaching the throne in all humility and all grace and thanksgiving in our hearts for what the Lord has done. So we want to empower you with the tools to deal with the invisible reality and deal with it in the natural realm so that things are actually changing in your life to be heavenly, to do the will of the Father because His will is perfect. So there's, those are your tests, and I wanted to share this with you too, because we're coming into these places of testing. Some of these entities that are evil, that have the appearance of angels of light, whether it's high level, you know, fallen, seraphim, or cherubim, or ophanim, or even these, you know, primordial evils, and whatever. Testing the fruit of your own reactions because some of these entities will try to make it like they're doing your will or which is good or has the appearance of the goodness of the will of God when in reality it's not. So you test the fruit of your own emotions, your own responses. And uh, we're going to look at this too. This has been such a rhema word, Galadriel's test. There have actually been uh, three times in my life, and I'm sharing this because you may find yourself in the same test, whether with the same or different entities of the kingdom of darkness. Let let this broadcast today and all the revelation being poured out today be what empowers you and strengthens you in the word of God, in the spirit, in the wine, in the oil, the anointing, 
that breaks the yoke of darkness. To discern good and evil, that way you can choose what is good, what is right, what is perfect. To be working only with the holy angels who serve the living God, who love him. I had, um, in my lifetime, I've had three encounters with Satan. Not just a devil or a high-ranking thing, but in the same way that, um, there are certain, um, people like Jesus. He has a very specific presence. He has a very specific demeanor. He appears in different ways, too, sometimes, but I had these vis three specific visitations from Satan himself offering me high rank in his kingdom. Obviously, I'm here today. I said no. Those are the obvious asks. But there are the less obvious, more subtle trickeries that come when you start to step into realms of power and realms of anointing and glory that you may not even know who it is that's asking you or that it's even happening. So I want you to be aware, mighty warriors, that you will be an overcomer. So let's watch this. This is some clips from the season finale. Spoiler warning. Uh, this is from the season finale of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. So you've been warned, but this is really good revelation. So let's check it out. And keep in mind, this is gonna, this is you, in your test, whether it's Satan or a fallen angel, a fallen demon, primordial evil. We're gonna pass the test. Oh yeah, and there was the word. Keep in mind the word of the, the gold and the silver wedding knife of the bride hey if you're on facebook you might have seen some of that anyway all right let's watch it and nine tell me your name i've been awake since before the breaking of the first silence in that time i've had many names Galadriel, look at me. You know who I am. I am your friend. You're a friend of Morgoth's. When Morgoth was defeated, it was as if a great clenched fist had released its grasp from my neck. And in the stillness of that first sunrise, at last, I felt the light of the one again. And I knew, if ever I was to be forgiven, that I had to heal everything that I had helped ruin. No penance could ever erase the evil you have done. That is not what you believe. Do not tell me what I believe. No. You told me, after our victory, you said that whatever I'd done before, I could be free of it You now. deceived me. I told you the truth. I told you that I had done evil and you did not care. Because you knew that our past meant nothing. Weighed against our future. There is no such future. Isn't there? 
All others look on you with doubt. I alone can see your greatness. I alone can see your light. You would make me a tyrant. I would make you a queen. Fair as the sea and the sun. Stronger than the foundations of the earth. And you, my king, the Dark Lord. No, not dark. Not with you at my side. You told me once that we were brought together for a purpose. This is it. You bind me to the light, and I bind you to power. Together, we can save this middle earth. Save? Or rule? I see no difference. And that is why I will never be at your side. You have no choice. Without me, your people will fade, and the shadow will spread and darken to cover all the world. You need me. I should have left you on the sea. A sea that you were on because the elves cast you out. They cast you out for deigning to beg them for a few petty soldiers. What will they do when you tell them that you are my ally? When you tell them that Sauron lives because of you! And you will die because of me! Pretty exciting. <laughs> all right thank you lord let bless you today as you go out bless you with wisdom great discernment great repentance we're changing our minds we're getting our hearts bathed in the sunlight the light the beautiful golden glory light even the white bright light that comes from the heavenly realm father of lights be washed in it be clothed in it and be made new by every revelation that he's given to you for his is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen love you guys and we'll see you at the bar